guys. Welcome back to Fantasy Draft Fiction. Thank you for coming. Jared, you live you here. So you've been here. Oh, I've been started. Yeah, I started. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I'm starting. Oh, shit. Da 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 da. It's now live streaming, just chatting, Fantasy Draft Fiction live podcast. Oh, man. How's the levels? Did we toast? Oh, the levels are good. Toast. Toast. See, I would be that newscaster that's <laughs> like, like doing something really embarrassing, like picking my teeth. Of course you would be. Because I was like, oh, what? Can't see. Trace domes in the way. But Sorry. fortunately for that, one of your coworkers would also get caught masturbating on a Zoom meeting, so nobody would mind that you got caught picking your nose. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Everything else seems kind of like low risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you really want. Oh my God, did you guys see that stain on Jason's shirt the other day? Uh, no one cares, Ted. <laughs> Fred was caught jacking off three months Straight, ago. Just beating his knee. <laughs> Because he thought his camera was off. You're right. <laughs> uh, Jared, can you close the curtain a little more? Sure could. People on the hill can see in here and it bothers me. Well, now they can't. <laughs> now they can't. And here, we'll put this Power Ranger to protect the the gap. <laughs> what, what Power Ranger? My this gap. little blue one. This oh, there he is. Right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy. We'll set him right there. Billy. Oh, Billy. Let's try Rhinosaurus yeah. powers. All right. Well, yeah. So I we, do live here. We up the ante a little bit for... Trey's uh, Quizmaster General version. Ooh, uh, just for the podcast feed, this is going to be the start of season two. We're gonna we've got the format from season one. Yeah, we're tweaking the whys and wherefores and whom's abouts a bit. Okay, whom's abouts a bit a bit. Who's about to be? Yes. So it's only going to get better from here, I think. I <laughs> season, right. Don't come back for season three. It's going to suck. Season four is where it's at, though. Well, and no, I'm going to go away for season four, but then the fans will complain. I'll come back for season five, and mm-hmm. we'll overly talk about how bad season four was to the point that like it's offensive to those of us that stuck with the show through that season. <laughs> I feel like you're making a reference to something. Nope, nope. We're just having a communal chit-chat here about nothing. <laughs> you sure it's not... Uh, hey Trey, give me some more questions in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Han Darman. Okay. <laughs> so, welcome to the Nerd Quiz. Woo! Um, everything in here is a question, and someone is a nerd about it. Okay. So it all relates. Oh God, I'm so excited for this. Can you like set the stage for us? Can you light, oh, light the candles the and PowerPoint reveal? Oh my there's goodness, a there's a PowerPoint. <laughs> Do you remember, some people won't be able to see this. I know. Okay, I will describe. Because I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read it to you when it comes up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be super boring. <laughs> so, <laughs> even though you can't read. <laughs> yes. Brought to you by <laughs> B U Y. Your friendly neighborhood content analyst. Quiz rules. Okay. There's official rules now. Yes. This is. A, I'm glad we're, this is a good change for season two because season one did not have enough rules. It didn't have it. Well, these <laughs> little are, off the there's rules. There's still only like three. <laughs> so, <laughs> Got to start somewhere. Each player will receive five, a total of ten questions. Okay. Okay. And each question is worth two points. Dos pointos. Got it. If the player gets a question wrong, the other player has the option to steal. If said player gets the question correct, the stolen question is worth one point. All right, so no more of this half point shit. Or point two five. What is not included in these five questions is the one bonus question for each of you at the end. Bonus question. Bonus. Is there something we have to do to get the bonus question, or yeah, you you have to answer the question. Okay, it's not (laughs) like you only get it if you get all five right. Oh no, it's going to be at the very end. Okay, it's like a surprise question that's not a surprise anymore. Surprise. 
Question one is for Jared. Okay. <clears throat> On July 7th, 2015, Rocket League swept the earth by surprise. We never knew we wanted to play soccer with cars, but here we are. Who was the publisher company of the credit uh, that created and developed uh, the game? I look at it almost every day. Every day, it shows up right on your screen. <laughs> and my gut is Ubisoft, but the answer is I can see it. I can see it. You can. But I can't read it. Yep. I can't read it. Sucks being illiterate. <laughs> I see the symbols that make up a sound. Um, just say Ubisoft. That is incorrect. Yes, I am. Uh, God damn it. Didn't give me a chance to steal. Oh, that is correct. I did not. Because <laughs> I was going to say I will, something. I will think of another question for you at the end. <laughs> for one point. Okay, that's fine. Jasmine. Uh-huh. did this Beauty and the Beast... What is the beast's human name? It is. I want to say, it's like, on. Andre, something weird. <laughs> With the rolled R and everything. Rolled R, doing it hardcore, oh, wow. Hot Pepper style. Clarence. No. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Adam. Adam, damn it! And also, except Peach Color Ginger Bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wish all my life that I would have even thought to save that. The peach-colored ginger bitch. Damn it, Adam. I knew it was an A, but I couldn't figure well, out. I was no, like, that's why I said thought, Andre. I was I like, I don't that, know. I thought that was a softball for you. And I no, it guess wasn't. Not. guess not. Sorry. He was, Jared, he was Adam for like five seconds at no, the very end. No, been Adam. He was just changed into a beast. No one said that. Nebuchadnezzar was always a king, but he just got cursed to be a beast. He was also a ship until it was blown up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. I once He's dreamed a, a dream, and now that dream is gone from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Ashley. In Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight, oh, Alfred talks movies. to Bruce <laughs> of finding a gem in his younger years. Approximately how oh. big was that gem? A ruby the size of a tangerine. Oh, that's so that good. Correct. <laughs> the size of a tangerine. I'm not even bad. I had to walk myself wood. through it. That is correct. Because I, I could see a, a ruby the size the so- I didn't, of a tangerine. I didn't know the answer until I said the word yeah, size. Until you hear the accent, you're like, now I get it. That's why I didn't. Tangerine. So I was thinking grapefruit. That's why I said how big and not size. I figured that would give it away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's good. All right. Of a tangerine. <laughs> Jasmine, what villain is Spider-Man fighting here? Oh, for the home audience, it is a picture... Oh, I'm sorry. I can change. Hold on, hold on. ...of uh, black suit Spider-Man... Don't give me... ...fighting me. a hooded yellow and green character. Is that yellow or is that orange? Orange and green character. <laughs> uh, subject to debate. All right. I... Oh, God. I'm going to say it is the Hobgoblin. For the steel... If Hobgoblin you don't isn't get this right, because okay. it's Hobgoblin. Yes, because we have to like if you. I figured out what the problem is. You have to turn. You have to go to the answer, and then the the steel is lost. So well, I would just know, he knows the answer. I already know the answer. Oh, that's true. Why do I think you wouldn't yeah. know these? This didn't generate. I just kind of thought I you created didn't. this monstrosity. <laughs> All right, so we each have two point two full points. Gosh, dang it! All right, Jared. Question five. What era period in history did the Tyrannosaurus Rex roam the Earth? And chat for the steel if they want to. <laughs> it has... 
The Jurassic, right? That is incorrect for it the is steel. The Cretaceous? That is correct. The Cretaceous yes! era. I would <laughs> also accept Cretaceous dick. era period. Late Cretaceous, I mean. Okay, yes. well there you go. I didn't I oh, forgot wait, that that on. was a period. You know, see when I thought of that question, I was like, it's Jurassic, right? And I was like, no. let's see. And it isn't. I, I, I assumed it wasn't, but I genu- I can only think of the Jurassic and the crustacean. Was there a crustacean period? You think you probably think of Cretaceous. Okay. So, <laughs> funny funny thing, like, most of the dinosaurs that they showed in the movie Jurassic Park were Aren't not from in the Jurassic, Jurassic era, era, right? <laughs> Jurassic era. I just, ne- I was never really super oh. into dinosaurs, and oh. I haven't had a kid, so oh, I man. don't know that shit. No, it's <laughs> But you went to school. A long time ago. And you read a book about dinosaurs, I'm sure. A long time ago. Okay. <laughs> is, is all your knowledge based off of Jurassic Park? I would say... <laughs> because... I would say the last time I read anything about dinosaurs was more than 25 years ago. Wow. Oh, I just wow. not... A f- I never really cared you know, like, that much. You don't dig on dinos? Not really. Okay. Like, people take me only to museums. That, the only people that dig on dinos are paleontologists. Boom. Hold on, I have... Yeah, you can get one. There we go. You can get one. All right, sorry. Back to the game. Jasmine. Hot Ones, the popular internet show that has celebrities eating hot wings and answering questions, is hosted by who? Sean Evans. That is correct. I will also accept Sean Evans. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that it's not even spelled differently. No, it's, not. It's, it's, it's the same. That is Same weird. ass name. Yeah, Sean Evans. <laughs> Jared. The shape of french fries is a good example of what kind of cutting technique? That's a cooking question. I figured you knew yeah, this. Yeah, so technically it's a brunoise, but you probably looked up Julienne. Jasmine for the steel. Uh, oh my gosh, it's not Julienne? Oh no, it's, um. oh my goodness. It's a, the, the example of what kind of cutting um, technique? It's a cutting technique. Oh, uh, slicing. No. Jasmine for the steel, again. Oh my god. I'm very confused. I'm very confused it's a, it's by a, this question, a couple of too. techniques for cutting food. I thought Jerry would know this going to school for it. Shape of french fries is a good example. I mean, you, 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 I can name, I you can, you, you can make them with a mandolin. I'm you can make them with a knife. You can no, it's make, a, it's, it's a word you don't use every day. The technique, like, I don't know. What is the word? Yeah. <laughs> the word is. Oh, it's technically a batonet. Which is the other word I was thinking I, of. I've never even well, heard that Jared word. Jared doesn't get points for thinking of words. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, I don't. <laughs> no. It was like, right. baton. I, I, I wasn't keeping score. Well, we're giving that no bet. <laughs> I think it's we each uh, have two. two to two so far. Each yeah. have two? Yeah, because we've both got oh, like one, a whole question, one whole question right. right. And you got uh, the bonus question, the Cretaceous period. Oh, I did, so I have three. There you go. Thank you. It was actually the Cetaceous period or whatever, Cetraceous. but he just said Cretaceous. Cetaceous. All that lizard goodness. Sexy right. controversy. Oh, I don't like what I just said. Oh my god. What? So I want to put like abbreviations. I was like J A, and then what? J- I'd do that all <laughs> the time. J A S J. Okay. You have to go J W J B. I'm uh, Jasmine with three. Jared has two. All right. I said that is the notepad. I hope it worked. I was going to say, did the mic pick that up? Uh, <laughs> nope. Jasmine has three. Jared has two. Moving into question number six. We'll see. For... It'll tell me. For Jasmine. <laughs> Eight. What are the names of Cinderella's sisters? Goodness is... gracious. 
One is Drusilla, and the other one is a C name that I can't remember. Jared, um, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'll let you keep picking. I'll let you I don't know, but it sounds gross. No, I, I passed. So I don't. Okay, see, I think it's a C name, but Drusilla. I'll give you one point because it's a kind of a two answer question. Yeah. Jared, can you think of the other one? Fair enough. Not a clue. Oh, I th- Anastasia I and Drizella. Why did I think that it was a uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. Drizella. I remember there was something gross. Out. Like, Drizella was, yeah. like, gross. These, I was like, ugh. These are the questions that I thought of that I didn't know the answer. So I was like, I'm going to throw But, yeah, so you're going to give me one for the two? Yeah, I'll give you one because it was a two-parter. And Drizella is not a normal name. <laughs> it is not. I'm, I don't know one of those. Jared. Oh, my goodness. What is Green Arrow's sidekick's... Speedy, secret identity. What's his civilian name? It's like the throwback, like 1940s version same guy. of Speedy. It looks yeah. so weird. And <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> well, oh. that is incorrect. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't publish that with a comic code. No, back thank then. you. I don't want to. <laughs> I can't get to it. It's like. Something Harper, something Harker. I can't find it. It's, what do you want to stick with? I, I mean, I'm, I, I don't have a, a real. I don't know. Let's say Mark. Let's say Paul Harper. I'm gonna say Ben Hawk, Hawker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Ben Hawking. Well, he said Harper, so I said Hawker. <laughs> it is Roy Harper. Roy Harper. God damn it! I would also accept Mia oh, Dearden. Dearden. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't. I I could picture. Uh, so I'm gonna give you half a point. He's got Harper. No, right. that's yeah, a, no, no, a, no, you get no, half a point. Because his would first get, name is not something. Would he get the one point? Would he get one? Because he got the last name, but not the first name. It's just a name. That's, that's <laughs> two different people. Okay. All right. Well, I was just I was just trying to give him a pass. Because no one knows the sister's last name. Yeah, that's true. Unless they were like Cinderella. <laughs> but I was just saying it was two names and its first and last name. I was trying to give him. I couldn't, yeah, but I couldn't get to Roy. I kept picturing... But you did say Harper. Like, I wouldn't have said Harper. I'm not... I'm not going to protest too much. I'm fine with the loss. <laughs> I should have I should have known that. You watched all the Arrow seasons. A bunch. <laughs> 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 His name's Roy. You have a tattoo on your arm. Uh, that is also true. Question 10. Jasmine. You oh have a God. personal signed art from the artist who draws Adventure Time. What's that artist's name? I don't know. You met him and had him No, just know. for the audience, let's read that again. The question, Jasmine's final question, <laughs> is literally written out as Jasmine. <laughs> you have personal signed art from artists who draws Adventure Time. What is that artist's name? Oh my God, I'm so upset. I don't... No. I love that this is both grammatically incorrect and insulting to your intelligence. He, he, he was like, I know that you won't be able to remember this. Because <laughs> I was so excited about meeting him. I like totally blanked and I don't, I, I know the, I know the um, creator is Pendleton Ward, but I don't remember the artist's name. I have no idea. It is Pendleton Ward. Oh correct. my God. You got it. <laughs> I didn't know he did all the drawings. I was like, yay! Man. Yay! What a nail Holy biter. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I was so bad for you, but you nailed it. Oh god, I can't believe it. I didn't all right, realize so he drew this. The score as of now is Jasmine, <laughs> you have six. Oh, I was going to say seven. Nope, six. I have a, what, a whopping two? Oh, two? You have a two and a half. 
<laughs> I, I have two. <laughs> All right. So we're going to make it. So these bonus questions. Ooh. Okay. We'll make you, let's say, tied with Jasmine or Jasmine's just blowing out of the water. Well, what's. Oh, big stakes. So it would be for four points. Mm-hmm. The bonus questions would be for four points each. Yeah. Because uh, that yes. would make him even with yes. me. Yes. And then if I miss mine and well, she gets well, it would hers, have to be, I am It would have to be three and a half and four. Three and a half points. Why? He's a half a point. He doesn't have a half a point. He, he does. doesn't want to no, have a point. I would say if you really want to go that way, or we just do the, the bonus point for one point because how are we how are we variating the second round? Because we're going to give you... A thing, right? It behoove. I, I believe it behooves us, and not to say that we set the game up in any way. It just happened to work out this mm-hmm. way. I believe it behooves us going into round two that Jasmine just have more points than me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's just do the bonus question. Right, bonus question for, for two one, points. For two points. For two points. And the steal for one, as per usual. Okay. Uh, okay. okay, we'll make Jared's two and a half to give an even number at the very end. <laughs> <He> <laughs> or doesn't, we could just he round doesn't want down. The half. He said he doesn't want the half. <laughs> Jared, what's <laughs> Trey's birthday? June? No, sorry, that's mine. January. I always get this wrong because there's a it's it's January eighteenth. That is correct. Yeah, mm. for two and a half points. Or the three? What did I say? I always wanted. Cause that, I always want to say it's the eighth, but I've finally been figuring out to remember that's eighteenth. Wow. I. I'm Why wouldn't scared. I know that? No, I'm scared of my question. <laughs> I just want to I'm so scared, and I'm going to embarrass my fucking self. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jasmine, what day? What month day is Jerry's birthday? <laughs> it's June 9th. <laughs> no. no, fuck. Jared for the steal? <laughs> June 15th. Damn it. Damn it! It's, he stole his own birthday. <laughs> it's but like, I will say it's difficult because yours is same month, but it's the first, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I bad. thought ours was exactly. I was having trouble remembering if it's two weeks apart or two days apart. God damn it! I'm so, so upset. Okay, with Jared Steele, it is tied. Do I also get bonus? Can I get another bonus point for knowing Jasmine's birthday? Sure. Oh. Yeah. Like, you know what? Give me that what half. What the fuck? That's oh, how I'll take that half, half point. That's a half point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or round, round that half point up now. So now, so now it's a half point. Right, so half now point. we're even. Right? All right. So what's Jasmine's birthday? He already said it. June, June 1st. 1st. I didn't hear that. Okay. June yeah. 1st. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's so we're tied now. Is that what you said? No. So you would have you would have six points and I would have you would five have, points. You would have six points. But you got the other points. So now you have Well, I got two points, points for mine and one for the steal. So I'm at five. Right. So you oh, plus the roundup for knowing your fucking birthday. Yeah, which put yeah. So we're. I'm a bad friend, and then you think I just forget so you, to buy you shit. Scoring so much. Did you have that half point or no at the very beginning? I don't actually care. Let's just call it five to six. I'm good with that. Okay. Five to six. Yeah. All right. That seems legit. I'm sufficiently confused. So five, five to six. Five to. <coughs> oh god. Five to six. To All right. Just give me a pin. Then. <laughs> <Look at> <laughs> I gotta make a card that says "Don't click your pen." That's a great. I'm gonna put a poster. Or we'll just not get your clicky pen. pens. Also, that. Oh, I'll get a, a quill and ink. I will say from experience that is harder to plan ahead for than you would think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't know it annoys pens. anybody until someone's like, "Well," and you don't realize you're doing. You don't it. need a pen until you reach for one, yeah. and then you just grab whatever the closest one is. And man, if that thing clicks, people get mad. I don't. Yeah, I don't. You, you just have to throw every other pen out. Yeah. And just only have that one. I don't buy 
non-click pens. So okay. we'll see. The so problem those, starts with you. <laughs> so we need one of those ink well pens that we need, like because no. they have those. Um, you just no, get, they have you just get capped caps. pens. I'll chew on the cap then. <laughs> well, don't do that. I'll throw well, away the cap. Then the pen's gonna dry out. All work. No, you put it in a weird. Uh, there's a weird well, this getting, block. This is getting wild. <laughs> no, why no, why don't you just not? There is a block that you can put. This it is a uh, conversation for another time. Let's <laughs> next topic. <laughs> pens. What are we doing for round two? <laughs> all right. Well, Jared, it was your idea for round two. Oh, so this is my pitch. Um, we can work it out this way. Since I think it's fair to say that I kind of do excel at like just making up a full story on the fly. Now I think we should change the point system so like we create a structure and then every point you have more than me or in the future more whoever has more points um you just get to pick a bunch of shit to like uh that I have to work with and okay. make a thing out of and then at the end if I didn't use something satisfactorily, that's a point for you. Mm-hmm. And if you can poke a hole in it, like a plot hole in the thing, that's a point for you. Otherwise, if um, if it's solid, I think you give me like five points or something to see if I can come from behind for the win. Okay. Okay. That was my structure. Okay. So the structure is we give you a plot characters. Oh, so I would say this week, and this kind of behooves me since I'm coming in with my idea, but I only had this idea this morning. I didn't think much about it. Oh, that, that <laughs> tracks. It works. <laughs> and it counts. Um. Because, like, uh, uh, what, uh, Jupiter's Legacy is recently out, and mm-hmm. I've been thinking about, like, Boys Season 3, um, I, I just have to do one of those things. I have to make one of those where it's obviously ripping off a team or a bunch of characters, and then I have to justify why I'm ripping it off with an idea that is hopefully interesting. Okay. Um, for... Let's say since you since we're going into it with you have six points, mm-hmm. why don't you guys just pick six things that I have to work with? All right, six okay. things that you have to work with. Okay, then we're gonna take a short break, probably a ten minute or five minute interlude, and then pick up some things and be right back. Right back. Also for the podcast version, mm-hmm. these commercial messages. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired of not getting boners? <laughs> <laughs> Got us stop letting those people buy ad time. <laughs> He's done that to me so many times. All right. Oh, so real quick, uh, for the pod, coming back from the podcast, welcome back from the commercial. Um, <laughs> <coughs> so I think you guys probably covered this. I'm going to make sure I understand the rules. Mm-hmm. So going into round two, I have five points, you have six points, uh-huh. which means you get you guys get to make six bullets mm-hmm. to hit, and I have to wrap those into like a Jupiter's Legacy, the boys-esque dramatic superhero spoof for lack of a better word maybe for every <laughs> for every bullet point i hit i get one point and mm-hmm. then for every one i you guys challenge that i can't successfully defend you get a point okay so i have to get four to win sounds good what are your six? Oh, and i get a bonus point if i don't need you to repeat any mm-hmm. or explain them so we can rattle off six and we don't have to repeat them well, don't be mean no <laughs> i think i think yeah I'm methodical about it okay? yeah. all right so you are, your pitch is a WandaVision-like sitcom with Aquaman. So we're talking about like, almost like Happy Days type, that old style sitcom type. Yeah, okay, so, so, so that's like 60s, 70s sitcom. So that's your second point though, that it is primarily 50s, like it's not going through time, it's stuck in the 50s okay. only. and I have to okay. focus it around Aquaman? Yes. Okay. Um, your The major, major social problem is that 
while there's a civil rights movement going on in the mainland, Atlantis is also going through its own civil rights movement. Okay. Okay? Where the fish want to be treated like the humanoids, like the Atlanteans. Okay, and that's point three? So that's point three. Okay? All that is point three. Point four is that King Shark is their version of Malcolm X, is the fish's version of Malcolm X. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And we want to know where is his mustache. Is it on the end of his snout or is it higher up here in the eyes? But okay. that's it's, it's gotta be under, it has to be under nostrils. Mustaches are always under nostrils, right? Otherwise, they're eyebrows. So like, oh, it has to be at the end. It has okay. to be yeah, at the okay. end. Okay. I'll just solve that one. And, and that's number five. That, that, and, that's and number it, four. Is that King clear, Shark is Malcolm X? But what is? And if you remember, the mustache is clearly fake. Okay. <laughs> everybody knows it. No one wants to talk about it, but it, everybody knows it's fake. Yeah, okay. you gotta you gotta lighten it with a little bit of humor. Point five. Aquaman is in love with someone from the other side. His love is an octopus lady. Okay, I can work with that. Okay. And point six, which might be the silliest, is that the whole time while everything else is going on, Aquaman is desperately trying to join the Justice League and keep sending them letters, and they keep sending him rejection letters. So how he's coping with that at the same time. So, But I also have to... Well, no, I don't want to... Oh, shit. I have to deal with... Civil rights, the girlfriend... This is like human civil rights and fish civil rights. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's like okay. I think I got this. Thing. Fish are the black people. Of course, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were clarifying. I just need to make sure. No, so okay. I got. Did um, do I? As of right now, do I qualify for the bonus point? As long as I don't have to double check on anything from from here on out. Yeah, you get one more recap, just to make sure, and then you're off to the races. Okay, I don't think I need it. Okay. Okay, so... We're not going to remind you until you're done explaining everything. Right. Um, And feel free to keep notes and stuff uh, for your challenges, but let me try to roll through this, because I think I have a pitch. Um, So, again, for the audience, like, I did come in knowing a little bit, like, boys... Uh, Jupiter. Jupiter's legacy as the framing, Not to be confused but Jupiter we're making up ascending. we're making up the six bullet points I have to work with. So still qualifies as improv, you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say we have to go like the Norman Mailer route. Okay, set it in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need no, I need more notepads. Why? Because <laughs> I want to keep notes. Okay. Um, so you have to do it as. You have to do it as a as a dramatic comedy from that era, along the lines of like vis a vis, um, all in the family, Mash. Um, I know Mash is from the seventies and eighties, but that kind of like you have to breed some threads of humor mm-hmm. to uh, get away with all the seriousness. Right. So a lot of the humor is going to come from Aquaman's interactions with the Justice League. Um, because I think the best way to treat this story is give it a little bit of like, like be serious about it treat it like it's a real world situation, but you have to adapt for your narrative. Um, so world war two happens, Mm -hmm. um, information about and because i want to i want to assume we're basically doing dc history from like 40s to the 60s so um you have you do have um it wouldn't be the justice league it would be the justice society of america mm-hmm. 
Okay, so Aquaman wants to interact with Justice Society of America. Um, what I think you do is... You have to start from a place of... Right after World War II, you have the atomic fear. And then let's say in 1953 or whatever, mm -hmm. you have like a dark side level event. Okay. And they defeat it. And then the Justice Society of America spends their time like rebuilding society. And this is like... This is just recapped in the opening credits and like a little bit in the first scene of the first episode. I'm just trying to set some texture for where yeah. I want to go with this. So... <clears throat> Um, there's this dark side level event, and then there's a couple of months while the Justice, Justice Society of America kind of helps rebuild. And then the thing that should happen that never happens in comic book stories, the villain should give up. Because <laughs> the hardest thing happened, mm -hmm. right? So start it in, like, that's your opening credits, and then start it in, like, 1953, where you have the Justice Society of America hanging out, and they don't have nothing to do. <laughs> so what they decide to do is they, like, decide to start getting political. Mm -hmm. And I think you do it along the lines that comic books always followed. Comic books have always been about a step and a half, if not five or six steps, ahead of, like, what the moral majority and the social norms... Sometimes to their detriment. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes to their detriment, like, but I would say overall, like, comic books have been one of those art forms that's at the threshold of, like, pushing the liberal agenda. Yeah. So just start the story where as you start having, like, black people rise up and ask for uh, civil rights, um, just have the Justice Society of America help them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then uh, make, that, make it about that. And, like, so in the background... That's happening. Okay. And you get a lot of, like, fun and humor from just, like, sometimes, you know, like a Joseph McCarthy or a Kevin McCarthy. It's so weird that all these awesome people have the same fucking last name. <laughs> a type character is, like, running his mouth. And then, like, Sandman shows up. The full cape and sand gun. Not the cool version. <laughs> the like, cool the golden era Sandman shows up and is just like... Hey, you want to think about what you're saying before I blast you in the face with some sleeping dust? And he's like, oh, you're right. I'm stupid. Um, so that that's a, like a running thread. But because they're doing all that and they're focused on human agendas, every time Aquaman tries to join, they're like, fuck this guy. We don't want to have to deal with his issues, too. So that's the thread of how I'm going to deal with like the Justice League and uh, racial tensions in America at the time. And, like, setting it in a time frame. I, I know I'm kind of being loosey-goosey with the 50s and the 60s here, but I feel like it's fitting the texture. It's a slide and seal. Um, so then, the the main story. So, like, honestly, if you compare it to, like, I Love Lucy, all that Justice League stuff, or Justice Society of America stuff, would mm -hmm. be happening as much as, like, I Love Lucy takes place at the Copacabana. Okay. <laughs> okay. So most of the time, you're under the water with Aquaman. Okay. Um, so... What's happening there is, and you got, I think you guys have to give me a little leeway to borrow from the Aquaman characters I know, because I don't know the Aquaman characters from the 50s. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, I don't know how I many I don't think I, I really know them either. <laughs> no, it, um, the important thing is that it's because the, the style is in, of the 50s right. sitcom. Like so, the, was it the bright, yeah, bright uh, orange right, like the lap this is also at the This is also happening at this time. You have Dwight D. Eisenhower warning the country of the military-industrial complex and the Justice, Justice Society of America is trying to do something about that. But this is when we really start polluting the oceans for the first time, mm -hmm. heavily. So 
Um, you have the fish who are the minorities that are being impacted the most by pollution starting to say, hey, no, like you, 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 you like humanoid fish people that can communicate. You have to get them to stop doing this because we're dying and we're suffering. And that's how you make the parallel to the civil rights movement, because obviously the 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 groups that are always impacted the most by anything, whether it be an environmental could catastrophe or a biological catastrophe or poverty catastrophe any kind of catastrophe of like as we saw in 2020 of a biological catastrophe affects poor people at an astronomical level so it would be affecting the fish at an astronomical level and because you're having um you're kind of mimicking the like white black relationship with aquaman and his you start the series as a side piece and i'm gonna just do season one i don't know how much you're expecting But I think the arc of season one has to be Aquaman going from the octopus being a moped to a full-blown girl, girl girlfriend. Right. And for those that don't get the Ar- Archer reference, mopeds are fun, but you don't want your friends to see on one. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I remember, but I also forgot. The rest of that. That's so good. <clears throat> so that's like that's the love arc of season one, and then like I kind of want. As season one progresses, I also kind of want to reveal that this octopus is like has magical powers, yes. but we'll get okay. there later. Can play the drums, maybe. <laughs> Just there's something special. Like this, this octopus I feel is like a descendant of a kraken, like something Ooh, mythological. Okay. So it's a little bit more. Well, that octopus just puts its eight pant legs on like everybody else. In the yeah, world. but it's it's Warm a little like. Of but I don't know. Like that's that's for season two. <laughs> uh, we're focusing on season one. But I want um, as as the tensions between the Atlanteans and the fish get worse, and the fish just start ignoring the commands of Aquaman and the Atlanteans, especially while I think you do something with the um, Cold War for the finale. Okay. So at some point in time, you have a U.S. or a Russian nuclear sub that's like leaking nuclear material into the ocean and it's going to do something that's going to dramatically, possibly astronomically affect both the land and the sea. Mm-hmm. And Aquaman goes to go in and like he calls for the fish and they don't back him up. And like, so all the Atlanteans have to do this and then the conversation happens um there where it's like you know you you serve us you listen to us because we save you we protect you and the fish are like nope it's not enough and that's the same time where you have the other people saying no it's not enough and i would also oh shoot i almost forgot king shark so obviously king shark is the the sort of like um for lack of a better word, mouthpiece. I don't mean to call Malcolm X a mouthpiece, but the the character that is verbalizing the needs of the fish. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's obviously your antagonist, but he helps with the sub situation. Um, so not to undermine Kingfish's role here or King Shark's role here. There's just not that much to do with him other than to specify he's well, to the point where Aquaman keeps getting his name wrong. He's calling him Kingfish to the King Shark. <laughs> <laughs> Prince. He calls him like Prince Fish. It's, yeah, and and like maybe they fight some early on, but it, it, he's obviously very much like listening to the fish and riling up the fish and being the mouthpiece for the fish. I don't think not too much more needs said there. I think. 
Um, but at the at, towards the like penultimate episode of the season, when they do the sub thing, I think King Shark should help. And then they have that argument about whether or not the fish serve and should obey the Atlanteans. And ultimately, the fish win the argument. They they're the ones that say like, "No, man, like mm-hmm. you need the ocean just as much as we need the ocean. So you can't let it go to shit. You need us more than we need you." And you have that echoed with like the Justice Society. Um, I think you I think you do a little bit of like a current uh, critique where because the Justice Society, it's one of the first times you're going to have in one of these stories. They're stepping in and affecting politics instead of just like fighting villains. Mm-hmm. Um. You're going to have groups that kind of come up, like the boys who are just like, mm-hmm. like you know, our First our first Amendment rights deserve defending, so these guys have to go. Yeah. And I think you create a situation where Aquaman is also able to save them at a time. So at the same time that the fish say, no, you need us more than we need you because we both need the ocean, so you got to protect it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You also have um, Aquaman be able to say, Justice, justice society you guys need me more than i need you i have a whole kingdom but i just saved your ass right. so he had, like while he's diminished he's at least redeemed and then at the end of that season i, I said penultimate episode earlier because you're gonna need some time to like wrap this all up in the final episode final episode he finally like fish and atlanteans are having a little bit of a cold war of their own going on. Things look like they're going to get real nasty. Maybe show a scene where King Shark's like working with like some fish that look like they're real tough. (laughs) But then you cut to like a royal dinner and Aquaman comes in with his octopus bitch and, um, and shit gets like hot and popping. Hot and popping. His octopusy. His octopusy. <laughs> and things just get hot and popping. And you have that sort of like uh that, that was that was the word. His octopusy. His octopusy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have that sort of like uh almost like a Game of Thrones moment where they're like they realize the king to the throne is now associating himself more with the fish side. Mm-hmm. And that's the arc of season one. I dig it. Let me make sure I hit everything. So, so it's almost like it almost like a, a cliffhanger at the very end. Well, I would say you wrap up the tension is whether or not how dinner's going to go that night. Whether or not things are going to get solved and the solution for the end of this story is the fish are able to prove you're not you don't save us for us, you save us for you. Mm-hmm. And that's the important note you need to make because that also echoes in the civil rights argument, like mm-hmm. every single fucking white person in this country that thinks black people didn't help build the roads they fucking drive on and like get all mm-hmm. like, like so it's the they're compar- just the comparison of treating people as and fish as a resource instead of actual individual people. right right like the goal of humanity is to keep the lights on and keep the ice cream from melting. One of the many hands keeping the lights on and keeping the ice cream from melting is black. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's always been the core of the civil rights argument that white people just don't really agree to. They're like, no, you don't do that much. You're lazy. You're welfare queens. And it's like, you have to... That was an oddly specific uh, voice there. Sorry, that was honestly kind of accidental. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But, um... I think we should do a war on drugs. (laughs) Yeah. There. But you just echo that argument of like, no, you need us way more than we need you, yeah. um, which has always been the case uh, throughout history. Um, and that's how you resolute season one. Um, and but let me make sure I hit everything. So it's it, it's like a Norman Norman Mailer 50 style comedy where most of the humor is coming around like the relationship and then Aquaman having to deal with mm-hmm. like King Shark. But 
I'm not going to write comedy right now. <laughs> I'm just going to say... We're, we're going to imagine that Fonzie's hitting a jukebox and it's funny. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> there's always, like, fish hanging out in the background, and everybody's got an entourage. Mm-hmm. There's always some chit-chat right. and chatter. Um, so, 50s, Aquaman, Civil Rights, King Shark, Fish, Also Want Rights, and the Octopussy. I got it all. Did you, you did. get Justice League of America? Oh, yeah, and the Justice League of America, yeah. You did. You got four? I got six. He hit all six of them. And I will say, I the whole pollution arc, very nice touch. Because yeah. I, I honestly didn't realize that it actually linked up as perfectly as it that's did how with you the have actual to, Well, pollution. and that's how you do the link of why the land needs the ocean. Yeah. Because, like, the land is polluting the ocean, like, the land... That's how you tie it all together. Right. So Aquaman finally gets. But to even take the a actual stance. like timeline of yep. that was actually that starting to pollute the oceans. I was like, oh shit, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, it started with the Industrial Revolution. Oh, yeah, but we didn't get serious it. about it till after World War Two. Yeah, but no, that. Damn it! Trying to stump it. Well, if you're just tuning in, we were pitching a show about Aquaman. <laughs> Who's tuning into? The... Oh, I guess we're live <laughs> just, on another. This must be thing. very confusing if somebody just walked, walked in on this. Yeah. What are they doing? It's like Dang. civil rights movement with fish. Like, whoa. I'm not gonna lie, that was cha- I'm sweating with it. That was <laughs> challenging. I know. That was good. That, that was, was really tough. good though. <laughs> Man, I I swear, like I, I think someone needs to com- write a comic about you, like Asperger's as a superhero, because like it is it is I just get flown around different writing rooms is, to save the day. It is absolutely <laughs> Phenomenal watching you before work. Before I introduce Jared, so I swear ridiculous. to God, he's not on coke. But just listen. To this. <laughs> There's a scene in the movie Permanent Midnight. Whoever hasn't seen it, which most people I've haven't, never even heard of it. what is that? Ben Stiller plays the guy who created Elf, but he also wrote and did a bunch of other stuff. The Alien, yeah, the okay. TV show Elf. But he also he wrote a bunch of movies that were really awesome, and they do a bunch of TV shows that are really awesome. And he had a big career. I can't remember the guy's actual name. But he ended up developing like a serious uh, heroin habit, and then he kicked heroin for crack. Wow! And there's a scene where he goes. <laughs> there's a scene where he's like, he's smoking crack, and in like, um, like the 60th floor of this like big fucking office building, and he's jump. There's a window that's floor to ceiling, and he's just like he rips the pipe, and then he jumps against the window as hard as he can. And he rips the pipe, and he jumps against the window, and then he realizes what time it is. You see him racing downstairs. You see like cuts of it, and it's a lot of stairs. You see him racing across town. It's cuts of it, and it's a lot of town. And then you see him race into the pitch meeting, and he's apparently about twelve minutes late, and he's drenched in sweat, and he just pounds like three huge cups of water, and then he does his pitch, fucking very fast and very intensely. And it's towards the end of the movie, so it's supposed to be the downfall of him. Everybody's just like, "Hey, crackhead, get the fuck out." It's awesome. <laughs> um, you said it was Permanent Midnight? Yeah. And it's about the guy who wrote Alf. Yes. And it's a Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> when did this come out? It's early Ben Stiller. Really? Early, yeah. okay. That like makes sense. Because I was like, man. This is, yeah, it's like, like this. I want to say this is one of the first things he did coming out of his stint of like HBO shows. Oh, okay. Because, like, I mean, let's be honest. Stuff. Who in the past 10 years has given a flying fuck about Alf? Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ben Stiller. About Alf. <laughs> oh, yeah. About Alf. Um, no he comes up often enough because of crossword puzzles, mm-hmm. but other than that, but like, not, I'm like, and like this culturally, like everybody knows Alf the alien who eats cats. Right, but no one really talks about Does anybody about know what Alf stands for? Uh, alien. Life form. Life form. Yes, correct. For a <laughs> bonus point. 
Um, but should we he wrap up the? Did. I don't. How do we wrap up the episode for? Like, I don't know. Jared wins. I, I mean, he came back. From, I feel like it was well, well earned. No, that you were sweating. I could feel it. You're like this side of me is. Hot. <laughs> I don't know what the point is, but I guess I, I don't even it. know how much many of these points that counts as. He got all of them. He got so all six. So it should be each twelve to each, seven. Each one's a point. Each point. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Each point is a point. Mm-hmm. All right, then yeah, Jared wins. <laughs> All right, well, this has been... Uh, Next time we'll make a quiz geared towards Jasmine where she maybe have a chance to blow Jared Not. out of the water. I was going to say, I'll make how it am I you. blowing? <laughs> you like, like, oh, what you, am I blowing? You have to crochet. Uh, <laughs> well, I can't here, crochet, I can latch I mean, up. Here's how I look at it. You, if you guys cut... Because I think that situation where we don't look at how many more points you have than me, you just look at how many overall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's... it's a, oh, oh. What do you mean look at it? Like a game that's ongoing, you mean? Or no, because it was six points. Mm-hmm. So like, I had five points. We just still did one for each one mm-hmm. of yours. Um, if you stump me, you get to win. And if you don't, it's a good pitch. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of win-win. So good content. So do you guys like this format with the uh, the PowerPoint style quizzes? Did you like that? I, like, I don't hate I, it. I, I like wouldn't them. mind still just playing with stuff and tweaking it, seeing what works and what doesn't. So okay. maybe. I'll take maybe I'll take a shot at doing the powerpoints next week, um, and then we'll figure out a different way to still do round two uh, in a way that is a little mm-hmm. more conducive to everybody. Because uh, I think visually it would work good for like I don't know YouTube. Yeah, I for, think for like having something to read the questions up. Uh, real quick, just for my own sake. Uh, so thanks for listening to the podcast. This has been Fantasy Draft Fiction. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel, uh, The Content Analysts. There you go. Mm, <laughs> Thank you guys good. so much. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. Well, I guess we'll close this thing down. Bye. I need some ice cubes. Oh. Yeah, you're sweating, man. <laughs>